0: Alive. We're alive.
1: We're alive. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Talk Comics to me. It's Wednesday. I don't it's know. It's the, the 24th. Day. June 24th? I'm really good at the dates now. Yeah, you're doing great. You're, just... you're doing better than me. I'm not doing a schedule anymore, so I've, I'm lucky I know what day it is. At all. I don't
0: even know how I know the date, to be honest. Well, I'm proud of you. Yeah, thank way. you. I, I appreciate that. Uh, I'm Champ Champenstein. I'm Heather Hadfield. If you didn't know, we're about to talk about new comics. That's all we do, is talk about <laughs> comics. Do you want me to go first? Or do you want to Excuse go first me. since you have two, and we can take turns? Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, we'll try. Yeah. We're throwing we're it off. Gonna we're gonna getting play. wild today. We're getting wild. We'll <laughs> see how bad I mess this up later on <laughs> down the line. So first I have a Ninja Vampire Tale. Bleed Them Dry. This is created by would I say? Hiroshi. Kou-
0: Hiroshi Koizumi.
1: Koizumi. Uh, Elliot Rall does the writing, and it is about a, I did look up everybody's name, hold on, I have I have this page up, so I can see everybody's first and last names. And then the artist is Dyke Ron, and the colors are by somebody, right? Yeah, right there. Uh, Mikel Murtho mirote mirote miguel
0: mierto yeah god i did a bad job still oh and letters by and
1: world yeah i don't know who that is but that's cool yeah so the art is really great this it takes place in thirty three thirty three and in this future vampires and humans live together and there's somebody just like killing vampires right now Okay, uh, you say they live together
0: as in it's like a symbiotic thing. like they, They're, they're in, in harmony. Okay, like, okay. Uh,
1: so they're in harmony. In harmony. Uh, so this follows Detective Holloway and her partner uh, Atticus Black. <laughs> Is that him? Yes, I think so. No. classic. He has silver hair, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. And this man does not have silver hair. Okay. But it starts out, they're called to a scene of a murder, a vampire murder, and... They decide that this is a vampire slayer, and all of these things happen. Uh, lots of intrigue, detective stuff. If I get into like what happens, it's kind of ruins the entire entire book. Okay, but she is a human, he is a vampire, and they're just yeah on search of on search for, of a vampire slayer and like a weird sci-fi like kind of Blade Runner esque future. Okay, important question:
0: How do they know? It is the murder of a vampire. Any vampire thing that I have watched, when a vampire gets killed, they're either turned to ash or a pile of goo. I I don't
1: I don't know. It looks like there's actually there's look yeah okay okay so that's
0: here. I like that I, I I like the way that different people write vampire stories and you know the mythology mm-hmm. behind it and stuff. So okay that's cool.
1: Yeah, and I don't know like seems like there's probably something a little bit special about these particular vampires since they're just kind of like living with humans as humans okay it it, uh you know had a real anime feel to
0: it 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 looks like it would it looks like a manga just based off of the way that the cover is drawn yeah
1: and i don't i can't say that i 100 percent like loved it but i did not hate it either like i kind of want to see what happens next i don't know predictable is the right word but it kind of felt like that too at the same time okay kind of just were like yeah i know what's going on sorry i can't stop looking at that (laughs) cover sooner it will be covered
0: (laughs) okay okay so i am next i have um sleeping beauties this is issue number one um this is an adaptation i guess of a stephen king and owen king book um I am not familiar with it myself. I only picked this up because of the fact that it was Stephen King. Um, but apparently, this is—it's uh, based off of a yeah horror novel written by Stephen and Owen King. So it says that right here. Um, so basically, the story is um, there's this weird sleeping disease that's kind of going around the world that only works on women, um, where when they go to sleep, they fall into this weird almost coma type thing. Um, And I don't remember what it's called. Like, in their weird stasis or whatever, they are, like, covered in webs, is what it seems like. Okay. Um, It reminds me of the uh, remake of the movie Invasion of the Body Snatchers that stars Nicole Kidman and Daniel Craig, where when the disease starts taking over her or whatever, or the invasion, she gets that weird, like, phlegm on her when she starts to fall asleep because that's what takes over her okay so that's what it reminds me of because every woman that you know has this sleeping disease is covered in the webs um they're still able to breathe and they're still alive and all that kind of stuff they don't know exactly like what is happening so the story is told in two i would say three actually different perspectives this woman who is Very weird. (laughs) That's the only way that it's like the way that she is in this. I assume that she is the one who is starting this sleeping Mm -hmm. disorder. Um, It's also told by um, a woman who is a sheriff who happens to be like investigating what's going on. And her husband, who is a psychiatrist who works at a um, prison. So they all like, they're all intertwined. um, And, It's uh, this is obviously just like the introduction. So you kind of are um, introduced to these characters and the roles that they are going to be playing. Um, But as for everything else, like it doesn't delve too far into the actual disorder itself. It just gives a brief outline of it. um, And that's it. Um, I aside, I wasn't too much a fan of the art necessarily, but the story I thought was really cool. And the reason I didn't like the art was just because of the facial expressions on some of these characters. Okay. Like, this this is the, the the weird character. It starts with her. Okay. Um, but the weird facial expressions that she makes in it are why I don't really <laughs> enjoy it too much. Like, okay, yeah. It's just strange. And she does make that face a lot. But, yeah. Um, I think it's very interesting, though. I, I've never read the story that it's based off of, so... I don't know whether or not I actually will like the story, but in
1: comic form, it's enjoyable. Okay.
0: Yeah. Sleeping beauties.
1: Okay, so now I have Sex Criminals. I am going to show you the Naughty cover. It's so good. It's very good. We love Jen. Jen Bartel very great. Uh, This is issue number 29. This is what part four it said? I can't remember uh it's been so long since this book came out i did have to flip through the issue before this to remember what had Mm -hmm. exactly happened in the last issue but in the last issue susie met up with badal he got into some weird simulating machine and blew up the top of his building so it seems as if susie and badal are like dead or have just like disappeared into nothing and so this issue is following like Her friends figuring, or friends, I guess they're comrades in trying to take down Badal. Comrades. (laughs) They're sex comrades. (laughs) Uh, Jesus. (laughs) Uh, So they're kind of trying to like keep an eye out and see if they can find her or John and or Badal. And they finally, they kind of figure out that they can't get into the quiet anymore. And this issue also deals with John just kind of, like, taking out his anger on Vidal's house because...
0: Gilda's love uh, of his life. Yeah.
1: So, I... I can't tell you if I know what the fuck's happening. <laughs> You'll know.
0: I'll know when I know. At some point.
1: Yeah. It'll reveal itself to me. <laughs> <laughs> when you open the page. <laughs> when I fully take it in. But...
0: I, that's what she said.
1: <laughs> uh god damn it. I I really did enjoy it and once I, you know, kind of reread the or like flipped through the last issue, I I I don't know, I'm excited for the end. I'm also like I don't know, it feels weird that it's finally ending too. Mm-hmm. Especially because it's been going on so long. Yeah, and just like kind of consistently for me since like I started picking up books like, you know, every year or so and I get some sex criminals, so <laughs> I uh, I'm kind of bummed out. It's like ending, but also I don't know. I'm excited to see like how he does it, like what he decides to do with these characters, because it's kind of like you've gone on this journey with them, and also with him, like in his writing. And I don't know. It was. It'll be weird. It'll be surreal. Three more issues. We'll see that's it that's it dang
0: okay yes yeah,
1: so yeah, so yeah okay sorry i lost my train of thought So i just like got bummed out
0: <laughs> yeah um we have a lot of comics today that are pretty bummed bummed out not because it's the end but because it's close to the end yeah so. yeah so forgive us if we cry <laughs> uh
1: it'll be weird like i said it'll be weird yeah uh so then we have year 0. This is issue number 2. This is a little zombie tale told in four different parts.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a cute little zombie story. Um it's it's the same but not really at the same time. Um, yeah, it has that familiar beat, but mm-hmm. it definitely isn't like I think it's cuz the characters are also different.
1: Yeah.
0: Um you get a kid down in Mexico. You get a, a hitman in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a regular old doomsday prepper from like Wichita or something. I think, was it Minnesota? Or, yeah, or maybe. Some, <laughs> something crazy
1: like that. And then, <laughs> something crazy. He said something crazy. As like if, you know. Wichita or Minnesota. It's Minnesota. It's Minnesota. Fucking um, wild ass Minnesota. <laughs>
0: And then you have um, a woman from uh, Baghdad. Is that see? I, I it's I can't remember. Um, you keep talking. I'll, I'll look. Yeah, but it's yeah four different people who are dealing with the same Kabul. Kabul, yeah, the same situation, but in different parts of the world. Um, some of them are obviously more prepared than the others. Not necessarily with you know knowing what has happened, but with their skills. Um, And it's, yeah, it's just a zombie story featuring them, which I I think is really interesting. I like that they, uh, Benjamin Percy, decided to do, like, different corners of the world, which you don't really get. Like, when there's zombie stories, it's always focused on, like, one area and Mm -hmm. different kinds of people from that area. But this one you have...
1: Or people from those areas like coming in, right, right. But this
0: is you know like literally different parts of the world, Mm -hmm. and so you know that they're not ever going to meet up. There's no way they can with this apocalypse happening. Like, are they all going to fly to Wichita? Like, (laughs) they can't do it. It's not going to (laughs) happen.
1: You're not wrong. You get a point.
0: Also, it's crazy.
1: Uh, Yeah, there's something also like. It feels real. I don't know if that makes sense. Well, yeah, it's real, real people. And it's I, not
0: just like obviously made up characters for it. Like they do all feel real because we all know. I mean, not we, we don't know Hitman, but I'm just saying like, <laughs> we know people who are stern and serious like that. Like yeah. we know all these different kinds of people. I mean, I don't think we know Hitman. I I guess we don't know for sure if the hitman is good at their job
1: then of course we wouldn't know yeah why would they tell us like here's my hitman business card here it is she says (laughs) call me she says call me it's just a picture of a gun (laughs) oh my god the business card is a gun (laughs) I feel like it'd be like that episode of always sunny in Philadelphia where they're giving out the invitations with the arms oh my god is that a dick yeah like the vein (laughs) I just thought it was a vein uh no, it's a gun. I'm a hitman. <laughs> there it is. Uh, uh, and the other thing, I know we mentioned this in the first issue, but I, it's worth mentioning again, is that everybody's uh, story, like all of the different places, all have different colors to their stories. Yeah. It kind of their just portion like of the stories. Signifies when the plot or the uh, perspective changes and then there's yeah that little bit of alternative history stuff in there as well. Mm-hmm. So that I thought was really fucking cool. Yeah. It
0: yeah, fun. it's it's a very enjoyable book I think especially if you're tired of like the zombie horror comics like this is very interesting and different.
1: Yeah, cuz I was really iffy on it at first just because of it being a zombie book but it's so, so far so crucy, good. Yeah. So, I mean, and I mean fi- it. it's only five issues. So, right. Which is what, what is what's it going to do just like completely fuck up in the end? Right. Well, That's how <laughs> I've been feeling about all of these like
0: UpShot comics. Like they've all been surprisingly good. I think there's like one that I didn't really care for mm-hmm. and the rest of them are just interesting enough where I'm like, oh, okay, I'll read the next
1: one, I guess." But it's a solid line. Yeah, especially if you like horror. Books. Yeah. What right. a surprise. Okay, I'll I'll go next, I guess, because that's the new ordering. Okay. All right, sad time. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) I was just warning people. Uh, I mean, I did get really, like, emotional yesterday because I realized that I only have uh, one more issue of Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen, and this book has just, like, been making me feel really, really, like, good and happy, like, every month when it comes out. It just, like...
0: He's so cute. He's so
1: cute. It's just like so silly that it's just, you know, it's not taking itself like any sort of serious and that's kind of just like exactly what I need, especially out of a comic book and sometimes I'm really sad, so I just need like something to perk me up and that this book has done that. So, <laughs> I'm bummed. I'm bummed. So yeah, I'm I'm emotional, but this issue just covers Honestly, it was hard to remember any of the stuff that happens because there's just, like, so much chaotic shit happening. But Jimmy Olsen is going to save his wife from some weird intergalactic being man. And he gets all the weird Jimmies together to fight. (laughs) The weird Jimmies. And, like, uses Metamorpho as, like, a suit. And it's just... It's it's silly. It's really great. Do you think you would have enjoyed
0: this book if it had been written by anyone else?
1: I probably not. Yeah,
0: because I I also but, like, think any other artist, I don't think it would have been the same. Yeah, no, yeah, the, no. That's incredible.
1: The art would. Yeah, They're just like this team was absolutely perfect for this book, and it just came out. I mean, like I said, there's one more issue. It just came out so well, and then the next issue is going to wrap up all of the like. Who's out to murder Jimmy Olsen? So like, how what if it is Batman? I mean, they you pretty much have it figured out that it's uh, okay. his brother, or at least they're trying James to, Olsen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or at least they're trying to, <laughs> no, trying to Julian, oh. Olsen, uh, trying to like frame his brother if it's not Lex Luthor, which could be anyway. Yeah, this book bum bummed. It's going to end like absolutely devastated i need it i need it (laughs) i i just i don't know what i'm gonna do without it so it's your turn thanks
0: (laughs) okay um i will not spoil this one too much because i'm pretty sure kyle you read it if i remember and i just don't want to spoil it for anyone but i have um thor this is issue number five this um I was telling Champ I've been pretty hesitant about this whole run just because I was a fan of, huge fan of Jason Aaron's Thor for so long, and I just felt like Donnie Cates did not have the same kind of feeling when it comes to Thor. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I really enjoyed this issue. I thought this issue was um, very good and dark and really captures the whole struggle that Thor is having in this situation yes okay kyle is reading it then okay so yeah i just i don't want to spoil anything if you haven't read it yet but i would say that this really does pick up the whole pace of the story it's uh very exciting it had me at the end going like oh damn (laughs) um but yeah again um even though this is not the same voice that i've been used to for Thor, this particular issue issue kind of rejuvenated how I felt about it, and I'm very excited to keep reading it, which I am very surprised at myself for. <laughs> but this, yeah, this issue was was really, really good, and it makes kind of all the other issues worth the, the wait, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's all. Um, if either of you have read it and do want to talk to me about it, I have a lot of feelings about uh, a couple of things that did happen in it. So,
1: at me. I'm sorry. That's all good. I just went on like a two minute read about how I need Jimmy Olsen. So I um, mean, it makes you happy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, another book that makes me pretty happy. Very happy. Once, this is, once, in, future. once in future. This is issue number eight. Mm-hmm. This is a, uh, this was a
0: very exciting one because I have been waiting for a Beowulf for how, when did the last issue come out?
1: Before comic hiatus, before comic, it was hiatus? like the last comic we got oh, one, that last right. week because it was just like that started the beginning of this story arc, and so it was just like you motherfuckers.
0: Okay, um, <laughs> you—that's that's what I thought, but I, just, I couldn't remember because it, it has been a long time. Um, so this picks up where the last one left off, and this is King Arthur who's trying to heal or bring back i wouldn't necessarily bring back uh galahad who is the son who got all fucked up in the previous issues he meets our current uh foe i guess yeah friend foe i don't know what he is yet we will say soon we'll find out um beowulf who is uh, incredible fantastic um and we also are introduced to merlin
1: i was pretty stoked on that yes i was too
0: (laughs) Um, but I just love this series so much. I love it.
1: One of my favorite parts about this particular issue is because in the last issue, it ends with Beowulf, so you, like, know he's coming, Mm -hmm. and this whole issue, Duncan is telling his grandma that, like... Be- it's Beowulf who's coming he's pretty sure and she's just so adamant that it's not because he's not literature like he's not a book he's a poem right or it's not a story he's a poems but poems can be stories yeah so it's just a, <laughs> one of the
0: best yeah but
1: the whole like yeah scene when he's finally introduced and he's like I told you Yeah. no that was really really great the beats were really wonderful I don't know this book is great I yeah. was really happy to read it I love this. Uh, I read this last night and Brayden was
0: like making dinner and I made him stop so he could look at this page. I also made Chris look yeah. at that page. Yeah, no, it's just <laughs> fantastic. I just, yeah, I made my husband stop cooking my dinner and I said, please look at this right now. And he said, Heather, I'm trying to make you food because <laughs> I don't cook for myself.
1: <laughs> That's a little sentence of something else. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I also step on his face with a heel on. Look, if I wore heels, <laughs> it would happen. Ah, uh, good, good. That's, <laughs> that's, like, that's a whole sex criminal conversation, not a whole once-in-future conversation. We'll talk about it another time. <laughs> so bringing things back down to a kid level. Yeah, we're making it PG right now. I have Star Wars, Clone Wars, Battle Tales, and this just tells a tale of the Wolf Pack. Taken down a droid ship. Tight. Yeah. <laughs> That's silly. That's so good. Yeah. It's just, uh, if you like Clone Wars, it's just Clone Wars stories.
0: And I, I, this sounds really stupid, but I really, really enjoy Star Wars Adventures. I love the art for it because it is, you know, they're kids' versions of we, the stories yeah. and stuff. But the art is just really,
1: it's adorable. Yeah. And it's really enjoyable. So, yeah. You know. Feel like Clone Wars and stuff. It's
0: worth it. Is it uh it, like its own separate story or does it have anything to do with the actual like Clone Wars? I, I assume it's based off of the cartoon. Yeah, Clone it's based Wars. off the
1: cartoon. Okay, It's just like little separate like battle tales. So okay. it's just like different battles that the clones have
0: gotten into. Interesting. I still haven't watched any of them
1: yet. I'm getting
0: there. I'm getting there. I'm wondering. <laughs> One day. Okay, so I have uh Omen. This is issue number six. Um, this is a little less than halfway through the series. Um, Becky discovers that she can contact four different versions of herself from previous lives because of the magic that she has. Um, she's still trying to figure out how to get her heart back, but she also is kind of in control of the magic that is, like, in the world around her, and she is using it in a way that she's not supposed to be using it because she okay. is tired of being used as a pawn. Um, so then the uh, the king, I think he's the king. He's either the king or the prince. I'm pretty sure he's the king. The guy who took her heart to begin with is, like, finally I found you, now you're going to be mine and all that nonsense, and then he realizes that she is actually more in control than he is. So um, this is him trying to get her to come to his side it was originally going to be he was going to force her because he has her heart so he is able to do what he wants but because of some magic friends that she has made he is no longer in control you know all that kind of stuff <laughs>
1: Same, right? Yeah.
0: it's uh, I We think all can
1: relate to trying to get our heart right. back. Right.
0: I think that's why I enjoy this so much is because, like, same, honestly. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: but there's a really good author's note in the back where uh, Marco
1: Bucci? I, uh, I just mutilate everybody's <laughs> name. I don't know why you're asking me. Yeah, I don't know. Um, if I was a teacher, they'd be like, oh, she doesn't yeah. fucking know what she's doing. A-A-Ron. She can't say anybody's <laughs> name. A-Ron?
0: a A-Ron? <laughs> Um, But anyway, the author note in the back is really interesting (laughs) Um, because he was saying like as he was writing this, because this is actually like translated from Italian because he's from Italy. Like this whole story was already done already for the most part. But when he Hmm. was working on this, he wanted it to be something bigger than just a comic book. Like he wanted it to be a book. Um, He had apparently like the Instagram that I had shown you that she runs. Uh, he had started this, like, several years ago. Like, there's an actual Instagram hmm. that he uses as her Instagram. Oh, cool. Yeah, which yeah, I thought that was very interesting because I didn't Weird know. Too. Like, there's, there's some of it. <laughs> huh. But, um, yeah, no, he had started that so that it you can read it in time with, like, the pictures and stuff that she was posting, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, but he is... Let's see, Nomen Omen the Fall was published in Italy in the autumn of last year, I believe. It's uh, chapters from this story collected into book form, which is incredible. I had no idea that was even a thing, Um, but he said, I can anticipate that some extracts will appear in the appendix to some issues of this run, which means that I'm gonna have more to read, which is fine. (laughs) but That's yeah, cool. no, I just thought, yeah, like, good for him. Like, he he had an idea, he wanted it to happen, and it's happening. So, cool. This is issue number six. <laughs> there are uh, 15 issues of this series, which I think is a very odd number, but it actually makes more sense now that I know that there's going to be stuff, like, at the end of them mm-hmm. that has to do with the book that has been released. So, um, I love this book. It's weird fantasy. Um, It's almost like a bunch of young adult
1: books that I read when I get lonely. (laughs) That's it. All right, so next we have Die. This is issue number 11. This was a seemingly straightforward issue.
0: Yeah, so that's what I was saying, like, surprisingly. Especially because it's been so long since the last issue came out. Yeah. So... um,
1: you, you go for it, doc. Okay.
0: God, see, I keep, like, my allergies are driving me crazy. So, um, Ash and Isabel are in Angria, and they are ruling, yeah. essentially. Um, they're trying to make this world that they had created a better place where uh, Chuck, Matt, and Angela are all out uh, on their own little adventure. They're all trying to get back home, except for Chuck, sure. because you find out that chuck is actually he just doesn't care because he's dying in real yeah. life so that's why he wants to stay here um so you have you know two two different groups um i don't know ash is fucking playing them <laughs> in more ways than one like i just feel like ash is just not being honest with anyone
1: i don't think ash is being honest like with themselves at right, all. Like, right they they're trying to like change this world for the better but like and they say they want to go home, but do they want to go home like what choices right yeah because they' they're, they're Ashley, clean here yeah truly want to me yeah um
0: I don't know I feel like this issue was kind of not boring necessarily um but especially compared to the last one it it was a lot slower
1: yeah I just think it was trying to give you a little more insight into like kind of. The characters themselves in these situations and like where they're going to grow from here right uh also i don't know if you felt this way but i feel like stephanie hans like really like um, amped up the art this issue yeah no i absolutely did the art in this is absolutely <laughs> incredible it's just like i know that her art is just great every time but there's something like particularly like I don't know. I I think it's
0: certain characters, too, because Ash, I feel like any other issue, I wouldn't have guessed. But, like, looking at Ash in this one, it was like, yeah, that person is the fucking queen
1: of this country. Mm -hmm. Like, that's insane. I don't know. And it's, like, maybe just a little bit pairing with the colors. But, like, this, yeah, there's something just, like, really, 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 really solid about Mm -hmm. the the art this, this round.
0: And I personally, I think my favorite part of this was... The fact that Ash went down to Saul not to interrogate, but to like get comfort. Yeah, they just wanted to be comforted by their friend, and I think the art mixed with that was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. I just I love that whole thing because Saul is a prisoner right now, but it they just comforted each other. And yeah, it was just
1: you don't see that at all because you think that Saul is the bad guy. Yeah, and this like facial expressions are really like vivid in mm-hmm. that conversation as well, where you can really like see. The connection that was there.
0: Right. And you can tell that at one point they had been best friends. And mm-hmm. even if they weren't best friends at the moment, there were still those feelings. Oh, for
1: sure. <laughs> All right. Next. <laughs> maybe I took some. Maybe I did take something out of that issue. Yeah. Uh, now I have Batman the Smyre. Smyre. Go ahead. That's why, go ahead. why do I even try to do this? The fun? smile, the smile. Oh, killer. you put them on your shirt. Yeah, I love it. Okay. Uh, so I'm just gonna read the back of this. Young Bruce Wayne grew up watching Mr. Smiles' playhouse, but the show might have been watching him back. Not only was Mr. Ms- was young Bruce watching he was listening listening as mr. Smiles spoke across the airwaves to only to him and decades later he'll learned the terrible truth of the poison that was slipped in his ear disguised behind a killer smile that's a killer smile man uh, so this Can I take yeah this takes up where joker killer smile left off the joker has escaped the mental institution with help from the doctor his psychiatrist and he's attacking batman and batman you're also dealing with this history of young bruce watching this mr smiles and him kind of controlling him and you i don't know it's It's a Batman story, that's for sure. God damn, this art is... Yeah, the art is great. The art is just so, so good. Mm -hmm. The story was, like, it wasn't bad. I didn't hate it. I didn't really, like, think it was the best thing I'd ever read. Just because it kind of is one of those things where you're dealing with this idea that, like, oh, Bruce Wayne is crazy. Like, he's in the the asylum, and he's not actually Batman. And, you know, that kind of feels played out. I can see that, yeah. Even if it is, like, the
0: Jeff Lemire version of it, I can see why that is a bit yeah. tired. Yeah,
1: so for me, it was like, maybe I just wasn't, I wasn't in the mood for that, necessarily. Well, at least it's only
0: gonna be three issues. That's the thing that I like about these black label yeah. ones, is, like, they're very short. Except for that Joker-Harley-Criminal Sanity 15. Yeah, that was the that's long one. unnecessary.
1: After the first one, I was done. Yeah, so, you know, art's good. Story's alright. Mm-hmm. It's Batman. They have three really great talented
0: people on that book. That's insane. Yeah. That blows my mind. That's like white trees all over again.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's like it is a solid a solid book overall. It's just I don't know, maybe if I was a different person, then you wouldn't be you. (laughs) And we wouldn't be doing this. I just noticed this that there's a Batman in the Yeah, isn't it cute? um,
0: Yeah. It's super cute. I like the little eyes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then we have this. This is our last one. And this is Middle West. Ooh. This is issue number seventeen. We both cried reading this one. This yeah. one made me ugly sob. To be fair, I was already emotional over
1: the Jimmy Olson thing. Yeah. But I wasn't, <laughs> and it still made me cry. But I also sobbed. I think for me, I I more so cried because I was I did not realize that the le- next issue is the last issue. So I had this particular issue. I don't really want to, like, get into it besides saying that this is Abel and the group coming together as a basically a war breaking out between the Carnival people and Raider. And it's just a, a, a giant fight. Uh, and everything just kind of just skyrockets real fast.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: by the end of the issue, you were just like... Feel in some sort of way, and then when I flipped the page, or when I saw it, was, like, the last page, which was already, uh, like, fairly emotional thing, and then to flip the page, and it said, Middle West concludes, and it says the final issue was in July, it just fucking... Yeah. It's like somebody, like, ripped my heart
0: out. Well, yeah, because it's like we've been talking about this whole time, like, we just, we love Abel, and we want him to be okay, and the way that this ends is not okay. And that doesn't mean that it won't be okay. It's just at this point in time, everything that we didn't want to happen is happening. And
1: that's what made, that broke me. Yeah, no, that's a, uh, Chris asked me like what happened and I explained it to him. And that's, you know, by then that's exactly what I said. It's just like, I've, I've come to care for this character in such a way. Like, I don't know if I've ever cared for a character like this. Especially, like, a a kid. Yeah, Yeah, that's what got me, too. Is, like, it's a... There's something about this particular character that, like, maybe I see a little bit of myself in. And, like, I understand that anger and that frustration. And there's just something, like, you know, just... I don't know, relatable to about him and just something that's really wholesome and at the same time and you just want to see him succeed and just get what he should get out of life. You want him to be
0: happy and okay and safe. And that <laughs> Yeah, that's all you want.
1: Yeah. And that's and you know, that's the thing about the next issue being the last issue is just because I feel like this book it gives you glimmers of hope, but I feel like there's no way it can end on like an absolutely positive no mm-hmm
0: because we still have to see Dad yeah we still have to know how Dad comes into play and I don't with everything that's happening here I just I personally don't think it can be a happy ending
1: and I don't know if it it can't be like a like you know a hundred percent happy, but I feel like it has to have it has to have some hope yeah, at least that little glimmer of hope because you know, Maybe this is just the optimistic side of me, it's just like you have to, especially in these sorts of situations, if you don't have like that even glimmer of hope, everything is just going to be awful forever. Right. You have to have hope that things will be okay, otherwise things will not be okay. Yeah. And I, yeah, I don't know if that's just, you know, the part of my brain that's always trying to fix the other part of my brain. (laughs)
0: But you know. It doesn't it doesn't hurt, that's for <laughs> sure. Um, I can't I'm like getting
1: emotional just thinking about it now. I can't do it. <laughs> I just want my boy to be fine. No, a hundred percent. That's that's all I want. And a thousand times a thousand times you should definitely read this book. The story is absolutely wonderful. The characters are so solid and mm-hmm. well rounded
0: and the fucking the colors especially in this issue like
1: is uh it's beautiful it's one of the most beautiful books I've ever read yeah uh yeah 100% worth it I would say it's like on my top 10 forever comics. Yeah. oh yeah and yeah not ready for it to end but we'll see what happens next month this is a book that yeah consistently like makes me emotional and just kind of crying this last story arc even though it was like you know shitty things were happening it was that little bit of hope you thought he was gonna get away Mm -hmm. so it's just still being like well can you get away i want to get away i want to get away abel wants to fly
0: away there we go that was for you (laughs) Uh,
1: thank you Okay, that was it. That's so, it. So that, and that that concludes our Wednesday. Since we couldn't just like end with us being sad boys, no, nope. can't but do it. There's got to be hope, man. <laughs> even if it just comes from us singing <laughs> "Lenny a Kravitz." A glimmer. Anyway, we love you. Thanks for listening. Go buy comics. <laughs> we'll see you next week.
0: <laughs> I don't know why I said it like
1: that. I'm so sorry.